Welcome back to another episode of the Velocity Cast. This week, we're talking about finding your true north or finding the activity or activities that make you feel most alive. And this all started because I saw a clip from the Rich Roll podcast, which is a podcast that I found a while ago, but I've been listening to a lot recently. He's had some fantastic guests on there. Uh, but in this particular clip, he talks about basically if there's something that you do that causes you to get excited to get out of bed, it's something you think about during the day or throughout the day, you think about it first thing in the morning, those activities are things that you should explore and they're things that you should dedicate more time to figuring out why those things, those particular activities excite you as much as they do. And so with this, he talks a lot about you know, incorporating them more into your life, into your routine, finding ways to embrace these activities and, and just, you know, maybe build a, not necessarily build a career around them even, but these are things that you should include in your life, even in, in a hobby capacity or just a fun capacity. And, you know, this harkens back to when I went to Boston College the the school uh, uses St. Ignatius of Loyola as a, I don't want to say a mascot, but as a, a figurehead of sorts. And one of the things that St. Ignatius is uh, accredited with saying is to go set the world aflame. And to me, and the way that it was explained to me when I was there, it, it meant to find the thing that you uniquely love, the thing that you are uniquely good at, and go out into the world and do that, inspire others to do the same. And that's been really the the beacon that has guided a lot of the decisions that I have made throughout my life since attending Boston College. Now, when it comes to incorporating this in our own lives, all right, I find that a lot of times when we're talking about building careers, people focus on monetary return. Okay, what can I make the most money doing? And they pursue that thing through schooling, through internships, degrees, whatever. And a lot of times say, okay, with the free time that I have, I will pursue XYZ thing that interests me. The issue with that becomes a lot of times in many careers, you are working such long hours, such a high quantity of hours that you don't get to engage as often with those things that we love. And a lot of times we can lose sight of those activities that kind of, uh, you know, bring us joy or bring us life. And we tend to do those things less as our careers progress, as we get older. So my challenge to you is to spend some time thinking about what are the activities or tasks or things that you enjoy doing, the things that you think about, uh, you know, often when you have available time. Maybe there are things that you think about in the shower. I think shower thoughts is a great gauge for how much we love something or how important something is to us. What we think about in the shower tends to be something that is either occupying a lot of space in our mind or something that we enjoy to a high degree, right? Because that is is kind of undistracted time. It's forced time to think and be with our thoughts. I get some of my best thinking done in the shower. And so think to your shower thoughts. 
what are the things that are on your mind there? What are the activities that you're thinking about? What brings you joy when, you know, you have time to pursue things? And I saw another clip from a, an, a Simon Sinek interview today talking to a young entrepreneur, a kind of serial entrepreneur, someone who had achieved a lot of financial success before the age of 30. And this particular individual was talking about how he had pursued every decision he had made or pursued every company, every startup, everything that he had been a part of to that point. He had pursued purely financial gain. And he realized that the things that he wanted, the things that made him genuinely and authentically himself, he had not really been listening to or paying attention to during this pursuit because he had had a singular focus and his goals or the things that he thought were his goals had been really given to him uh, by society in the, the form of financial success. And he realized that once he had achieved that, he actually needed to step back and find a way to redefine or rediscover the things that he actually cared about. And so he is setting new goals and pursuing new things. And I think that that's true for a lot of us, right, is, is we, we need to actually start by taking stock of what is it that I enjoy doing? What would I do? And the, and the way that he framed the question, which I think is helpful for all of us to think about, is what would I do if I didn't have to worry about money, right? Let's say you did not have to worry about income. You didn't have to worry about working for financial purposes, right? If you were just left to your own devices or a better question or similar question is what, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what would you spend your time doing? What are some of the things that you would do? And aside from, you know, the, the obvious answers, we're talking about long-term. So you win the lottery tomorrow, you're able to, you know, put the money away, whatever you're now financially set. Once you get all the splurge purchases out of the way and you have all the fun that you're going to have, you know, to celebrate, what do you spend your days doing at that point? And if you can think about that and genuinely come up with some activities or come up with some hobbies or things that you would pursue, there's probably something there that's worth exploring a little bit further. And to take it back to that Rich Roll clip, his whole point was you want to just start to pull at those threads a little bit. Because if there's something that brings you joy or that is on your mind often or that you would do if money was no object, whether or not you pursue that thing full force or as a career is irrelevant. The point is you should spend some time exploring that thing because there are hints there towards your authentic self. There are hints at the type of person that you would most be most happiest being, right? Because in those activities are things that will make you feel alive. And so the whole purpose of this week's podcast is really to get you to explore those things, to get you to incorporate those things. I'm not saying to, to pick up and change careers or to throw everything you've done away or to completely change course and, and walk down a different path. But if that will bring you happiness and, and if that would make you feel more authentic and genuine, then rock and roll. That's totally fine. But really what I'm encouraging you to do is to actually sit with these thoughts a little bit and figure out what those activities are for you that bring you joy, that make you feel alive and to try to find ways to do more of those things and less of the things that you dislike. 
And there's never a perfect balance and there's never any way to completely eliminate the things that we don't like and to do nothing but the things that we love. You know, that's just not the reality of the situation. But I do believe there is a way and there are several ways to slowly shift the balance so that we are getting a little bit closer to 80-20, right? 80% of things that bring us joy as far as our day-to-day, 80% of things that fulfill us, that feel authentically us. And then, you know, there's always going to be that 20% that is unavoidable as far as things that we don't want to do or things that we don't enjoy doing or that feel like a, you know, just drudgery or whatever. And that's, and that is a perfectly aligned life. If you can get there, I think you, you've won. The reality is a lot of us are going to be somewhere in the middle, right? And that's partly because, you know, many of us can't change what we do for work and we may not love all of the aspects of our work. You know, I, I'm, I think it's, uh, it's, you know, rose colored glasses to assume that, you know, we should all enjoy what we do for work and love our work to the point that, you know, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like play, you know, all those quotes. I don't think that they're accurate or applicable in, in reality. I think there are going to be aspects of your career and of your job that you're not going to like no matter what. And that's okay. But it's about shifting the balance to the best of your ability in the direction of doing more things that make you feel alive. And if you are unsure what those things are, take some time, reflect, journal, you know, just sit with your thoughts a little bit and and think to the things that you would do in that situation. If you won the lottery, think back to times where you've felt that you've had the most joy or you have good memories or good activities that have brought you happiness and just try to find ways to incorporate more of those things. Or if you have not been leaving enough time for yourself in your schedule, especially if it's hectic or if you have a family or whatever, try to carve out even just, you know, a little bit of time every day or a little bit of time every week where you can spend time doing that thing or those things that you love. Because just that introduction, just starting to go down that path intentionally will allow you to vastly improve your quality of life. So I encourage you to tug at those threads a little bit to figure out what those things are and pursue them because there is something there that is speaking to you, that is speaking to the authentic version of you. And if you can pursue that a little bit, if you can walk down that path a little bit, then I do believe that it will prove your quality of life. It will make you happier and it will ripple into the other things that you do and also make those things better. So until next time, have a wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm.